Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. Matt Mo- Mosley. And uh, we're coming to you live from Corpus Christi International Airport as we speak. And uh, we are on a spring break trip that has been very uh, eventful and uh, are about to head out and uh, head back to the land of Central Texas. We're preparing for all sorts of March Madness activities. Of course, Thursday, got the big game against Norfolk State, 1 versus 16, and then the women play Friday versus Hawaii. Nikki Collin will join us at 5 o'clock today, and we're having a long conversation with Nikki and uh, have a lot of stuff to, to get in uh, to get into with her, including the, um, the loss to Texas. And uh, I think, uh, though it was a tough loss, I think it could be end up being uh, not the worst thing in the world for this team to kind of recalibrate and get going and uh, get things going. We've got all sorts of live breaking news as we speak, and uh, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Aaron will be checking as we continue to watch NFL breaking news. Uh, Cowboys having some weird, weird stuff happening today with uh, Randy Gregory, and uh, it was uh, it was thought that it was done for the Cowboys, and it did not end up getting done. And so the Cowboys uh, end up losing Randy Gregory to the Denver Broncos, Denver, uh, the rich get richer, and the uh, and, and the Cowboys, who used to be a rich team and rich in history, maybe uh, could not get this thing done, and just a um, just an embarrassing situation for the uh, Cowboys is they end up not getting this thing done. Denver swoops in and takes Randy Gregory, and uh, we're able to get all sorts of. Uh, things done and uh boy it's just a uh, just a uh, joshua take it easy our uber driver is celebrating today corpus uh, we call we call this a&m corpus christi don't we or corpus the islanders are playing today versus uh, texas southern and uh, that is the uh, march madness ncaa tournament and uh, so anyway he was our uber driver today and he graduated from out here in corpus as we make our trip back into uh into uh well the land of uh the land of central texas and um it is interesting uh as we start we used to kind of start with um the you know the ncaa tournament started thursday or friday now it starts earlier they have these play-in games and so we we have all the excitement as it starts to build and um and it's just a lot of fun as we get ready for this thing baylor of course thursday baylor men play and then friday at the Farrell Center, the women play. Now back to the story with um, with with Randy Gregory. So as we got off the air yesterday, Demarcus Lawrence they keep him. So everything's looking okay. Like they're going to be able to keep their defense together. Also, a big story went out today. I don't know how big it was. Malik Hooker, um, Cowboy safety. They re-signed him. Two-year deal. 
14 and a half million dollars not bad not bad for Malik as um, as they bring him back but uh, the the story turned the wrong direction for the Cowboys as they lose Randy Gregory and uh, it's um, it's a very very strange situation that happened and had had him signed to a deal all the reports were uh, were out there and everything looked good that they're going to be bring back Randy Gregory. The thought always was with Jerry Jones having spent a second round pick on him, uh, they went through him, the good times and bad times, thought that he would be back with the Cowboys and that it would be a, a sort of a, a no brainer to bring him back. Well, it turns out last night Denver almost got a deal done with him, but Jerry Jones had gotten on the uh, uh, on the phone with him and, and and did a pretty good sales job. Even though Jerry's kind of been under fire for some weird off-the-field stuff here lately, Jerry did get on the phone, made a strong push, and all reports today seem to indicate Randy Gregory coming back to the Cowboys. Well, this thing took a U-turn, and as only can happen with the Cowboys, this ended up being an enormous story today and probably the biggest um, there, there are bigger money deals and bigger free agents that have come through during this time. But as far as just weird stories, this one ranks right there at the top. And I, I just, it's just hard to even uh, uh, fathom how they could let this happen to them. As, uh, as the Cowboys lose Randy Gregory to the Denver Broncos, the, the Denver Broncos now have Russell Wilson. I mean, I was just looking at, at a lot of their additions, and, and Aaron, you're a guy who likes to cover all the fantasy angles. I mean, Denver looks really, really good. We already thought, well, now that they have Russell Wilson, could they be a possible Super Bowl contender? Now they bring in a big-time player in Randy Gregory, and it's—I uh, I, I, would—I would say this is Cowboys have already had some very embarrassing off-the-field news that they've been dealing with. This is uh, th- this is on the field, and in it's not as embarrassing in a salacious type way as what's happened with Jerry and. Finding out he had a child from, or we, he knew, but the rest of us didn't know that he had been, uh, uh, he had done a, a secret deal with uh, to try to pay for this child over the years. By the way, she's like 28 years old now. Um, I mean, all of this was very embarrassing to the Jones family, and then of course the uh, Dalrymple story, and now they have this situation with Randy Gregory. What a mess! And and. You know, to a team that was able to get Dan Quinn back, to get Kellen Moore, to kind of run it back, to have Mike McCarthy, um, you know, love him or hate him, he's back. And everything seemed to be at least like they were going to bring back most of their major defensive players. To lose Randy Gregory, especially in this fashion, is just really, really uh, an embarrassing type situation. Um, Aaron, uh, bringing Aaron Sexton in here. Um, Aaron, this is, uh, you and I were talking earlier today. We'll talk more of this as we get into the 5 o'clock hour. I mean, it's not, I guess we can't call this completely shocking because it's the Cowboys, but there are other stories had been more off the field. To lose a homegrown draft pick who they put all this into, it's unfathomable that it would happen. 
And the way it's happened is the Cowboys apparently, and Stephen Jones oversees this, were in there trying to tinker with the deal after it was done and put in some more offset language to protect themselves against some of Randy Gregory's off-the-field issues that he's had. He's missed a lot of games for anxiety, mental health issues, marijuana was involved. I understand why you would want to have offset language. What I don't understand is getting a deal done and then not closing the deal and letting Denver come in and take him off your hands. What what this has become is a major, major embarrassment to the organization. Aaron, are you uh, in the in the whole scheme of of embarrassments for the Cowboys recently? Where do you rank this one? Uh, because. I would say for on-the-field embarrassments, this is about as much as as big as it gets. It is. It's it's just. This is the type of thing that would get a, a normal general manager who wasn't hired by his daddy fired. I mean, it would. Jerry Jones was supposedly on the phone and did the sales pitch to Randy Gregory to convince him to stay with the Cowboys last night. And he did, and they agreed upon a con- they agreed on a contract, not basic outline, but they agreed on a contract. And then the, the Cowboys, as you said, tried to add in this quote offset language, you know, which would protect them if he got suspended or whatever. Which is fine, as you said, is fine if you want to put that in there. But it wasn't part of the original negotiations, and they tried to put it in after the contract had been agreed to. And he said, no. He said, I got the same offer without all that stuff in the contract from Denver, so I'll go there. It's just it's just one of a long line of, of, of failures by the Dallas Cowboys front office from not signing Dak early when they had a chance, when they could have saved about 10 to $15 million a year against the salary cap if they'd have done it two years earlier, when they already knew that he was going to be their quarterback of the future, to overpaying Zeke. Um, and now you're stuck with a $16 million running back who's way past his prime and, and has no explosiveness anymore. I could do uh, the full two hours on the failings of the Cowboys front office, and this goes right to the top. Aaron, I, I, I'm happy to give you that chance if you want to go the full two hours. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'll step aside. What's ironic uh, is if you hear some voices. Yeah, go oh, ahead. just real quick. Sorry, I'm actually the only reason is it's just one. I grabbed the first shirt out of my closet without looking. I'm actually wearing a cowboy shirt today. No, no, you had turned on this team. I can't believe you're still putting. Uh, some of their gear on. I mean, you oh, had really? basically said your days saying, of rooting for the Cowboys are over. Besides it saying Dallas Cowboys on the front, it's a really great shirt. It's really comfortable, and the material's real soft. So <laughs> I, I just can't throw it away. <laughs> Plus, it was a gift. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out right now, Aaron, why I'm leaving this gorgeous environment. It's 77 degrees with just a gorgeous wind off the coast in Corpus Christi, Texas. And and again, you know how much I love Central Texas, but I'm fighting my way to get back. Now, why would I be doing that? Well, you know why, Aaron? Because we have work to do. And Thursday, we are uh, set to be with, uh, with the Office of Baylor alumni, Doug Furch and his crew. Uh, at, uh, at I think we're gonna be at like a, a big time Fort Worth Museum. Um, right down, um, right down the street from Dickey's Arena. 
and we're going to be doing like a little pregame type party get together. We'll do the uh, broadcast, and then we'll head right over to Dickey's Arena. So, Aaron, you can imagine, I uh, I want to stay here at the coast. May have had a little car trouble here, <laughs> which may be why I'm at the airport right now. But uh, this is a gorgeous. I mean, I don't I don't know if enough. I don't know if Texans realize like how fun it is to come to Corpus and South Padre in this part of the country. It really is gorgeous. And uh, I am at Corpus Christi. Let me look right now. I'm standing outside Corpus Christi International Airport. This is, uh, Aaron, I, I know you love these details. This is the Hayden W. Head Terminal, okay? I don't know who Hayden W. Head was, but I'm sure he was a big-time guy out here. And what I love about Corpus Christi and, and sort of island-type airports is that there's no, like, telling the driver, oh, take me to Southwest, take me to American. You know, it's all, like, right here together. And it's just it's just a wonderful thing, especially when you fly good old Southwest Airlines. Now, Aaron, um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on in other parts of the NFL today. We certainly can continue to talk about this Randy Gregory. What an embarrassment. We got our Campus Confidential coming up at 440 um, but uh, we and, and again, uh, Nikki Collin. Let's look forward to that. Nikki Collin, Baylor head uh, women's coach, is going to uh, be with us at five o'clock today, and this is going to be a great conversation. And we love our time with Nikki, so we'll do that uh, coming up at five o'clock today. And then, of course, uh, we've got some more Randy Gregory NFL talk and a big show planned for you today as I come to you live from Corpus Christi, Texas. I've been in Kansas City. Now I'm in Corpus Christi. And then tomorrow I'll be back home in beautiful Waco, Texas. It's all coming up next on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight with some patchy fog developing overnight. Low temperatures fall to 43 degrees. Watch out for some areas of fog tomorrow morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny. It's going to be a warm day with a high of 80. And on Thursday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of rain late in the day and a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday on the road in Huntsville to take on Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Cowboys will keep Demarcus Lawrence with a reworked contract, three years and $40 million and $30 million of that guaranteed. Los Angeles Chargers are giving former New England Patriots cornerback J.C. Jackson a five-year $82 million deal that includes $40 million guaranteed. Baylor baseball back on the diamond tonight at Sam Houston. First pitch at 6.30 and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The NCAA tournament gets underway tonight with the first round of play-in games. This afternoon, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern, followed by Indiana and Wyoming. And the women with their first ever play-in games tonight, starting with Incarnate Word at Howard, followed by DePaul at Dayton. UMHB Baseball today at Southwestern. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show. ESPN Central Texas, and uh, 
I'm pleased to be with you, coming to you uh, from the cool climbs of uh, Corpus Christi International Airport, where I'm getting ready to board a flight. But uh, we're doing our thing. We're having a big spring break. We've had some uh, setbacks along the way, including a, a transmission failure, but everything's good. We'll be, uh, we'll be fine, and uh, you just make these things work. And the good thing is um, I will uh, be in position uh, on Thursday, and uh, we're going to be with, uh, uh, sounds, sounds like a fun plan, uh, Tom Barfield and I will be with the Office of Baylor Alumni, and we'll be at, uh, we got, they're going to have a really cool little gathering. Uh, in fact, we'll give you more information as this unfolds, but uh, at one of those uh, great museums right down the uh, street from Dickey's Arena, where uh, the, uh, the Bears will be going. I also looked in, uh, of course, uh, Kansas as well will be doing their thing on Thursday. So the Bears in Kansas should be able to uh, proceed. Now, Aaron, I, I've been kind of looking at this thing and, and, and seeing, you know, what looks good, what looks bad for Baylor. Here, Here's the deal. Here's the good news. I mean, is UCLA good? Do they have some good guards? You bet. You bet. They do. I mean, are, should Baylor be scared of UCLA down the road? Not really. I mean, I, I you know, obviously they gave Gonzaga all they wanted last year in the Final Four. It was an incredible run by the Bruins. They've got some, uh, several of those same players back. I mean, it's a formidable team, but I don't think it's a team that you you, you shudder with fear when you see it. Um, I I. I find it interesting that that second-round game is a little trickier than some of the other second-round games the Bears have played over the years. Now, one of those years, they they started out in the tournament, uh, and it was they were not a one seed, but I remember them playing Sam Houston. It was like a four versus 13 type deal. And that was scary. That might have been five versus 12. But... <clears throat> I, this Norfolk State, I think they should be okay. Norfolk State has a little more history than your typical 16 seed. But if the Bears even show up at all, they're going to win that game. And, uh, again, we'll always remember what happened to Virginia a few years ago with uh, UM – who was that? Baltimore – those are the Retrievers from University of Maryland, Baltimore County, I believe, who took out uh, Virginia a few years ago in a 1 versus 16. First time it had ever happened. So it can happen. I don't think it will happen. What concerns me is that, you know, now they, Scott has had a lot of dominance over Shaka Smart, uh, who's at Marquette now. Marquette's been up and down this year. They have a ton of those quad one wins that everybody talks about. So it, it certainly would not be an easy way through. I don't think I would be, you know, just shaking in my boots about that team. The one team, the the, the other team that's playing in that eight nine is uh, the uh, the Tar Heels, and I, I think we anytime there's one of those blue blood incredible programs it's hard not to as a Baylor fan and alum it's hard not to look at that and and think oh my gosh the truth of the matter is they've had some good wins they've had some really bad losses I mean I I can remember a game in Chapel Hill that they played against Duke and Duke just kind of lit them up and it was kind of embarrassing almost for for uh, for North Carolina now more recently 
they they got to play Duke in um, in Coach K's last game there in Durham and just took it to them. That score was ninety four eighty one. I I I would rather face Marquette, I think, than I would North Carolina. But I don't think it's for great reasons. I think there's just something. There's a little something added when you play a team with UNC's history. It's just a little bit weird to get around mentally. Now, all that say, I don't think Jeremy Sohan, I don't think Kendall Brown worry too much about UNC. They're not aware uh, of the of the Jordan worthy Perkins history quite like the rest of us are. Vince, however long you want to go back. Stackhouse. Uh, they don't think of it like those of us that are in our 40s think about it. Um, about UNC. So I think they would be okay. I, I just... Aaron, you may have a different thought. Who would you rather play uh, between Marquette and UNC when you start breaking down this bracket? I, I'm with you 100%. I'd much rather play Marquette. And I know that North Carolina is an eight, eight seed for a reason, but they've got, as you said, they've got good wins and bad losses, but they had a couple of really good wins to end the season, including that one in Coach K's last game. Although, you know, there's other things, other factors in that game. You know, I mean, that's a lot of pressure on those Duke players. They wanted him to go out with a win. Maybe that had something to do with it, but that still, it was at, at home. Or, or not at home. It was a uh, Coach K's last game, and it was a big deal. And they blew Duke out. So, and Duke is yeah. uh, a very good and a two seed. So, I agree. I'd much rather see Marquette and a Shaka Smart coach team than than uh, North Carolina. All right, I, it's an interesting thought process, um, and and I think. You and I are both on the same page. It's just, it's hard to know exactly what UNC is. I, with Marquette, at least it's a coach that Scott has dominated at the University of Texas. He knows what they're going to run. He's more familiar. I mean, people say, "Well, Matt, how's he not familiar with UNC?" Well, he's familiar with the program. I mean, but but that doesn't mean, you know, it's not like they play UNC all the time. At least the concepts that they're running at Marquette, he's very familiar with. You know, some of the other uh, teams that I'm looking at right now in this tournament, you might want to know, okay, who are some of these mid-major teams that could, could do some damage? Look for young coaches that have made moves from colleges like Wofford. There's a coach that um, that made a move over from Wofford a few years ago, and I think that may be the guy at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech just won the ACC tournament. I, 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 like, I do like to look at kind of hot teams and that kind of thing, although, you know, when a team like that, even if they got hot at the end of the season, is like a, still an 11 seed, they're an 11 seed for a reason. Okay, there's not. I mean, you can't just go, oh, my gosh, they're hot now. They're great. Well, they're, they're sitting there in an 11 seed for, for an absolute reason. Now, are there some schools out there um, that, that you might want to be taking a peek uh, at for, for upsets and that kind of thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, one of those, uh, one of those. I think it's South Dakota State um, has my attention a little bit. And, and every once in a while, one of those mid-majors, first of all, the committee hates mid-majors. They don't really, they don't, I mean, even though those are the fun stories the, that, that light up, like when, uh, when Porter Mosier in 2018 ma- made it with Loyola Chicago, those are fun stories. The committee tries to set those teams up to get beat early. Now, fortunately, for our enjoyment, a lot of those teams end up making it through. Now, Aaron, I think Loyola Chicago is sitting there at like a uh, like eleven or twelve seed. seed, maybe a ten seed. Ten seed. Okay, good, good for you for knowing that. They're they're at a ten seven. When you get down to like ten seven, generally though, those are not like you know. Don't pat yourself on the back if you if one of your ten seeds win. Now, if you start winning with twelve seeds and thirteen seeds, that's when in your bracket as you as you line it up, you can feel better about. I, I just think Mosier, and of course he. Some people have left there. Aaron, guess how old um, Sister Jean is. The, the famous nun from uh, from Loyola, Chicago. Do you have any guesses on how old Sister Jean is? And apparently she still shows up. It was not just a Porter Mosier thing with Sister Jean. Do you have a guess? I don't. I really don't. I don't. Hmm. I'd say. 100. Whoa. No, go ahead. I was going to say mid 80s. 80. No, no, you're way behind. Sister Jean is now 102 years old. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, and I think she may still. I mean, we'll see. We'll see, you know, where the thing is. Other interesting things that are now, Aaron, what did you think about, like, did you, what did you think about, like, Tech, University of Texas, Iowa State? What did you think about some of those matchups that you saw when they first come out? Came out. I I had to I had to laugh because I'm I'm listening to somebody the other night, and they mentioned Iowa State and some others, and they said any of these teams could win this whole tournament. Really, really? I mean, I, I'm sorry. I like this T.J. Uh, Otzenfelder or whatever. I, I I like him. I really do. I think he's done an incredible job this year for, for the Cyclones, but. Who in their right mind has has seen Iowa State and thinks they could win the entire tournament? It, it doesn't make it doesn't compute. So I think sometimes these. Uh, in fact, last night, Aaron, you'll you'll like this. I I found that uh, CBS Sports Network. Okay, Wally Zerbiak, Shelvin Mack, and I was trying to remind. I was trying to think. How do I know this Shelvin Mack? I mean, this guy seems very familiar to me. I know this name. Well, he was on one of those really good Butler teams. Remember when Butler went to the Final Four? You remember when Butler played for the national championship one of those years? Was that against Duke? It might have been Coach K. And and, uh, Gordon Hayward was playing with him. I think that is when Shelvin Mack was – I'm pretty sure. If, if, in fact, I, of course, I'm just doing this on the fly. I think Shelvin Mack played for Butler. Anyway, I was watching one of those late night uh, in my usual uh, insomnia last night at the hotel, studying, listening to all those guys give their takes on CBS Sports Network. And man, they were going pod by pod. 
pick by pick, you know, and, and what's weird is, of course, some of those 6-11 and 11 games, you know, there's some play-in type games that go, go on. Aaron, do you ever give thanks that the Bears are so far past that, that, that we don't have to, I mean, think about that. We're only about however many years removed from 2000, whenever that was, seven or eight, when Scott started going to NCAA tournaments. Like, there would have been a time when we would have just been excited to be in a play-in game. You know, just, hey, anything. We'll take whatever whatever seed you give us. Aaron, has it occurred to you how spoiled we are? Like, now, um, now it's like if we're not a first seed, we're kind of bummed out. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't take it for granted because I remember, like, what was it, probably six or seven years ago, maybe not even that long, where Baylor was literally the last team out, didn't make the tournament, and ended up in the NIT. I had to look up what year that was, but that wasn't too long ago. Just goes to show you uh, the gigantic leaps that Coach Drew and his staff have made with the program since then. I mean, they were already a good program. That's That was after, you know, uh, two Sweet 16s and one Elite Eight appearance, but... I remember that they were lit- the the committee chair literally said that Baylor was the last team out, and you know the last team to not make the tournament. And I'll look up what year that was, but it wasn't too long ago. So I kind of try to savor every every year and every good run, and that's what yeah. I'm doing this year. Well, Aaron, one of those years Baylor was the last team announced. You remember like CBS? I remember that too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would have been 2011 or 12. I don't know. One, one of those years, it was just like, now I have a hard time because, of course, a couple of those years in there, they actually made it to the Elite Eight in 2014, 2011. Anyway, uh, it's there have been years, and then there was that one year they made a great run and. Uh, either played for the championship in IT or won it. I think they played in the championship. That might have even gone back to Gerald's and that bunch. I remember being so excited watching them in the NIT with with Curtis and Henry Dugat and those guys. Um, they made like a really deep NIT run, and that gives you some perspective. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. I continue to fly all around the country. Uh, and um, right now I'm in I'm in uh, Corpus Christi uh, and uh, at the uh, Corpus Christi International Airport. Um, we will do next, though, something we like to call Campus Confidential. And we'll get you caught up on all the latest uh, college basketball and college football news. That is next. Baylor women's basketball in the NCAA tournament with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. The second seed, Baylor women open NCAA tournament play Friday in the Farrell Center against number 15, Hawaii. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Friday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball in the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas.
Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Cowboys will keep Demarcus Lawrence with a reworked contract, three years and $40 million and $30 million of that guaranteed. Los Angeles Chargers are giving former New England Patriots cornerback J.C. Jackson a five-year, $82 million deal that includes $40 million guaranteed. Baylor baseball back on the diamond tonight at Sam Houston. First pitch at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The NCAA tournament gets underway tonight with the first round of play-in games. This afternoon, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern, followed by Indiana and Wyoming. And the women with their first-ever play-in games tonight, starting with Incarnate Word at Howard, followed by DePaul at Dayton. UMHB Baseball today at Southwestern. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley and uh 
happy to be with you as I travel around the country today. We've had a great visit to uh, Kansas City for the Big 12 Men's and Women's Tournaments, and then we're gearing up for our coverage of the uh, of the men and women in this NCAA tournament. And uh, we're going to have some really special coverage starting at 11 a.m. from uh, downtown Fort Worth. Is that downtown? Wherever Dickies is, I guess it's fairly close to downtown. And uh, we've got a uh, uh, Tom Barfield and I will have uh, some pregame coverage as we get you ready for one versus 16. The Bears, a number one seed once again. Let's turn it over to Aaron Sexton for some campus confidential. And we will start with college basketball. A couple of notes from the last segment, Matt, when we were talking about Baylor uh, in the NIT. You mentioned them and their great run in the NIT. That was 2013 when they did win the NIT. Uh, They beat Iowa by 20, and I was trying to think of the year where Baylor was the very last team out in the NCAA tournament brackets. That was only 2018, so it's kind of (laughs) – it's kind of hard to believe how far the program has has came since then. Come, come! I had to write the first time and then change mid sentence. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of how, how it's okay. hard to believe that the, the leaps and bounds that the, the program has made since then. They were the last team to not make it in 2018 and the national champions last year. The year before in the COVID year, they had a great team that was poised to make a great run, and then again this year. Uh, second straight Big 12 title and a number one seed. It's uh, been a pretty incredible run. Yeah, I'm glad you looked at You know, what I'm thinking about, Aaron, was that one run they made in the NIT, and that was Gerald's and them, and that goes all the way back to like 2007 or eight. because I remember I was, oh, at yeah. that, I was at the NFL owners' meetings out in California, that was either 2000, 2009 yeah, or 2008. Lost, 2009, okay. they lost in the finals to Penn State, 69-63. Interesting. Can you imagine Penn State winning in anything in basketball? <laughs> Doesn't that just sound weird? Well, you know what's kind of ironic? <laughs> I was there at, I believe it was the, I know it was the first sellout for a women's game when Sonja Hope was still the coach of the Baylor women. And uh, they played Penn State in the WNIT finals. They ended up losing that game also. I don't know what year that was, but I was in attendance. Yeah, um, I always find it a little bit humorous that uh, I guess it's still up there in it, Aaron, in the Ferrell Center. We got like three women's national championships, now a men's national championship. We got final four trips back in 1948 and 1950. And then for the longest time, there was another banner up there that said WNIT or something, finals. And uh, I've always thought maybe we should just, when nobody's looking, maybe sneak that one down. But you know what? Good for Sonya Hoke. I mean, you know, you had to start somewhere. And uh, and that, that was fun. That was fun back then. I remember we were excited about that. It's just perspective. Uh, things have changed a little bit. And now... You know, we just we expect to be a number one seed every year, and that's the way uh, that's the way things go. Things go. I, I think, uh, Aaron, and we'll talk more about uh, we'll talk more about this with Nikki Collin coming up at five o'clock. But isn't that funny? That I mean, I think Nikki probably expected Baylor and LSU to end up on a collision course for each other, and and, and they didn't make it happen. Yes, yeah, like, are they just not? Yeah, she- 
Are they not paying attention to this? She had a short media availability the other day, and she mentioned that. She was, I, I don't want to misquote her, but I think she was kind of surprised uh, because I think she was expecting Baylor and LSU to end up in the same region, um, which would have been a great story and a great potential matchup, but the NCAA decided to go a different way. Yeah, yeah. They probably were worried about, you know, trying to, trying to uh, make sure some of these schools actually get out to their site by Thursday's games. I don't know if you heard saw that story, Aaron. They were uh, the NCAA is supposed <laughs> to fly these teams out there, and uh, and they were getting them, you know, like these teams were waiting and not hearing on what they were going to do. And of course, the the big Power Five conference teams were kind of like, screw y'all, we're we're just going to do our own thing and take our own charter. But you know, like Longwood and some of these. Uh, some of schools that you know don't have that much money, um, they were waiting for the NCAA and not hearing from them about getting a trip out there. Like when they didn't know they were going to leave to get out there in time to play the Thursday game. So kudos to the NCAA <laughs> for uh, continuing to bungle everything. They, they're about as competent as the Cowboys front office. Wow. Yeah, Steven <laughs> should go and work for them. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd actually seen a story earlier. Uh, Colorado State was one of those teams. They're playing. Uh, yeah, they're playing Michigan, and they, as of early this afternoon, still did not have a flight and had no idea when they were leaving for their Thursday tournament game against Michigan. It's just unbelievable. I think they finally got out this morning. I, that's a good point. You have a Colorado State. That was one of the ones I saw. I think at 9:05 this morning they did get a flight out, but as of last night they were. And I think the NCAA finally they were getting shamed. Matt Norlander, one of those writers, was tweeting about how ridiculous this was, and and I think they almost had to get shamed into it. But I, I think do think right. Colorado State got on a flight this morning. <laughs> That's good. You know, you don't want to be uh, yeah. flying out day of or something like that. <laughs> no, no. You don't want to have, like, travel plans like the Mosley's. <laughs> the uh, Associated Press released their men's All-American team today, Matt, and congratulations to James Akinjo. He was named third-team All-American by the Associated Press. The uh, first team consisted of... Oscar Oscar Shibway from Kentucky, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, Ochai excuse me, Ochai Abaji from Kansas, Kofi Cockburn from Illinois, and Keegan Murray from Iowa. The second team featured two Gonzaga players, Drew Timmy and Chep Holgram, along with Jabari Smith from Auburn, who I just assumed would make first team, but he didn't. Jaden Ivey from Purdue. Benedict Mathurin from Arizona, the third team, along with James Akinjo, is Paolo Banchero from Duke, E.J. Liddell from Ohio State, Colin Gillespie from Villanova, and Walker Kessler, oh, Walker Kessler from Auburn. So that's your AP All-American team for 2022. Congratulations once again to Baylor's James Akinjo. And the only, uh, you know, except for, I, well, uh, only uh, two Big 12 players on the three teams, him and Abaji. Uh-huh. Abaji, obviously, as I said, was first. The only player I would have said from the Big 12, I'm trying to think of, like, who else I would put on there. I, I would probably consider um, Bryson Williams from Texas Tech on the third team. That's the only other player from the Big 12 
that really jumps out at me. You know, Brockington is a good player from Iowa State. And there are a lot of great players in the Big 12. I mean, you could make an argument for Flagler uh, from Baylor as well. But I, I think... I don't think I have too huge of an argument. I, I just feel bad for West Virginia because they just had a rough year, and they have to see one of their former players, Shibway, as you mentioned. And, and the guy, I mean, what he's done rebounding, you just don't do in college basketball. Like, nobody in college basketball is supposed to average 15 rebounds a game. <laughs> no. And he does. And um, there's just not enough time in 20-minute halves and all that. You, you're not supposed to get 15 rebounds, and this guy's just a, a monster. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the tournament because I want to I see some of these players I haven't really studied. I mean, I've heard a lot about Johnny Davis, and I know he's one of the, the great players in college basketball. But I, I'd be lying if I said I'd seen a lot of him. I've just read a lot about him. So I'm... Uh, I mean, there's a lot of players. I'll, I'll say this, that Chet Holmgren is a weird cat from Gonzaga. I mean, he's he's the skinniest, tallest dude you could ever imagine. And I, I don't know, Aaron, what he's listed at. I mean, he's look, he may be 7'1", 7'2", and he can take it. He can put it on the, the, the deck. He can hit threes. I mean, he's he could go number one overall. The other guy that could go number one overall is the other guy you listed that was on the, uh, the third team with Akinjo, and that's Paolo. How do you, how do we say it? Banchero? Mm-hmm. Paolo Banchero or yeah. something? Um, he could go number one overall. So those are uh, good names. Anything else, Aaron, you had? Uh, there was a couple of things. Um, ESPN had a few lists. They had uh, the top women players in the tournament ranked. Uh, Nalissa Smith was third. She was... Uh, Third on that list behind uh, Aaliyah Boston of South Carolina and Caitlin Clark from Iowa. Um, of course, I think both of us disagree with that, but that's where they had her ranked in the top 25 players in the women's uh-huh. NCAA tournament. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I, watching her the other day and getting to sit on that front row at the Big 12 tournament, um, that's great, by the way, Aaron. I'm so glad ESPN Central Texas sent us to that. I looked around, didn't all these other people who uh, are tied to Baylor, a lot of them weren't there. I'll say this. The TV people show up in a big way. Jack was there uh, uh, from the ABC affiliate. Uh, uh, Nikki and Matt Lively from uh, KCEN Channel 6. I love seeing all our TV people there. Um, Chris Williams was in town. Uh, Darby, of course, from Channel 10. Uh, I, I love that our TV people make such a commitment to Baylor, and, uh, and I always am very appreciative of that uh, as you look around and kind of see who they've sent to town. Um, but, uh, all right, Aaron, well, those are interesting things. I, I, if I were going to start a WNBA team, I mean, I, I, again, I'm totally biased toward Melissa, but I did get to sit by... Um, the esteemed college basketball ESPN writer Michelle Vopel the other day and Aaron she was saying that she would totally go with uh, 
and she's not biased. She has to be very down the middle. And she said that she would go in Alyssa. And she's like big, big time, you know, as far as like women's college basketball writers and all that is concerned. I was only down there next to her because uh, Chad Conine and uh, John Warner were kind enough just to surrender their Waco trip spot to me. And, of course, I sat down there and just lapped it all up and had the greatest time of my life uh, down there on that front row. All right, Aaron, um, great stuff. And we will continue. Nikki Collin, our interview with Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin, coming up next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. So it's artisanal. Yeah. Not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu, not regular old bread. <laughs> the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive-through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days to so.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready. We are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. 
Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas Spring Break Edition, uh, and uh, we've, we're visiting with uh, Nikki Collin, and uh, Nikki is uh, getting ready for big game Friday, two versus fifteen. Baylor gets the two seed. Nikki, it did cross my mind this morning uh, thinking about uh, you and, and your uh, uh, your family. I, I would say, given your history with uh, basketball, WNBA, college. Have you ever had like a traditional spring break trip, or do those have to kind of be postponed till after the uh, after the school year? Yeah, you know, I mean, not in the years that we were in college. When uh, when I was, uh, it was actually one of the advantages to being in the WNBA was, um, you know, having a natural Christmas break, um, having spring break. I mean, one year Tom and I took the girls on a cruise my son had been invited to go skiing so he opted to to take that route and so uh no and in fact my kids uh spring break isn't until april um so hopefully hopefully they're in minneapolis for spring break but i know as of right now they have uh all been invited by friends to hit 30a which is where all the uh, atlanta area people head to the panhandle of uh florida for spring break yeah, I've, we've only been doing that for about two, 20 years now, uh, the uh, seaside experience, Rosemary Beach. Although I did, by the way, see that Rosemary Beach, uh, 38 degrees the other day. So uh, wow. <laughs> You knew what I was talking about with 38 then. But I was oh, gosh. everyone understands that. Like, I remember when I first started seeing 38 stickers on cars, like bumper uh-huh. stickers, and I'm like, what's that? And then uh-huh. all of a sudden I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, so, it's yeah. – uh, it's a huge. Uh, it's obviously, like you said, Atlanta, Southern, but also Texas Texans, uh, in particular, uh, Dallas people like crazy flock to uh, 30A and Bud and Alleys yep. and the whole. Uh, that's where I used to see Sean Payton um, and okay. uh, Jason yep. Witten. You know, all those guys uh, uh, like to uh, vacation there. Uh, now let's get to the business at hand. Um, I, I thought that was a. Uh, I thought it was a fun tournament run. I know that was really disappointing the way it ended, but I hear coaches sometimes talk about the upside to, um, you know, occasionally losing, which you guys hadn't done in a long time. I think you had 12 straight wins going into that. 
it kind of recalibrates you. I hear coaches talk use that word. Um, what was the what's the team's reaction to it? Obviously, dis- disappointment not winning the championship, but um, do, do you kind of feel the 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 fires burning even more? And and uh, have you have you liked the response to that so far? Yeah, I'll tell you, like, um, you know, just based on timing, and I'm not um, – I may have said this on our, our talks before, but, like, I'm not someone that immediately goes into the locker room after every game. Now, this is one I did. Um, I, I always kind of believe in, like, never too high, never too low. Like, don't, don't go in and have, like, an emotional um, reaction to a game one way or the other because the, the, the film won't lie, you know, and so – you know, but I thought it was important in this one. I mean, two two things came out of that game. One, Melissa Smith is okay. You know, and yeah. for me, um, that was the priority. And, you know, if there had been any question, um, you know, whether she wasn't okay to finish out that game, you know, we, mm-hmm. we as much as that game mattered to us, because it did, you know, we were 100% invested in winning that conference tournament, um, especially at that moment. Um, but not at the risk of, of someone who's got, like, an incredibly big future ahead of them in basketball. And so mm-hmm. um, that's the greatest part about, you know, where we're at today is that Melissa Smith's knee is, is A-OK and, um, you know, it's not something that, that we have to worry about um, other than being a little bit sore. So, you know, but I think it's – I think everyone was disappointed in how we played. Um, and But I told them in the locker room after the game, like, hey, sometimes – Sometimes you just have to understand that there are some games you just got to throw in the trash. Like, we didn't play good basketball. Texas played great. Um, you know, let's tip our caps to them. Let's let's use this, you know, to hit the reset button, refocus, mm-hmm. and let's go. Like, the one thing you don't want to do is overthink it to the point where you lose the confidence, um, you lose the momentum that you've built playing good basketball down the stretch. And we just really have played good basketball, um, you know, for the most part. Um, through late January and all of February. And so because of that, you know, it's like let's let's not let that affect, you know, where we're headed. And, you know, I think everyone is um, kind of motivated now to start fresh. You know, everybody's everybody's zero and zero right now when it comes to the NCAA tournament. It truly is, you know, survive in advance. Um, you know, it, it, it's important to me that, you know, we, we, we get really focused on – understanding our opponent, understanding our game plans, because it's not the third time you're playing a team. Or for Mm -hmm. Melissa and Queen and Kate, not the 14th time you faced Vivian Gray or, you know, someone in this league um, and where you feel like you know them and what they do and what we're going to do. So, you know, we have to be really focused on the details and and being prepared to, to keep growing um, you know, I know players always say it's, it's nice to have new opponents, and it is, it is. But I also think there's like comfort and familiarity, you know, in terms of this is what a team does well, this is what they're going to do to us, you know, this is what we can expect, and um, you know, so you have like a little bit more comfort in like your game plan, and, and this is kind of a little bit more of a hey, well, what will they do? You know, how will they will they double this? Are they going to you know? And so um, you know, kind of figuring those things out. Yeah, and I, 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 I had to be. I know the whole Baylor uh, family had a kind of collective gasp when Melissa uh, went down. And I think from what I've kind of heard from Melissa, she was just a little worried because it kind of she thought she kind of hyperextended her knee to a certain extent. And I'm sure that's just worrisome when you feel your knee do that. What was the um, 
Uh, what was your conversation with her at halftime? And did she, I mean, like, how quickly do you feel like she kind of shook it off? Uh, obviously, it's great news that uh, you feel like other than some soreness, she seems to be, you know, 100%. Well, you know, I, um, I'm i really lucky. Um, I have an incredible trainer. Um, Shalisa has done this a long time. Mm-hmm. She's done it at the pro level. She's done it at the high Division One level. Um, and I'm smart enough to know that whatever she says, um, I'm going to be okay with. You know, whether I like it or not, I'm going to be okay with. She said, um, I don't. we don't think there's any structural issues, um, you know, but she wants to give it a go. Let's see how it goes. And so that, that's yeah. the approach we took. She wants to go. Let's see how it goes. And if 30 seconds in, I thought if I would have thought she was laboring, um, you know, dragging it, um, you know, like we, we would have gotten her out and said, you know, your day is done. And um, but instead, you know, I, and and there was some conversation like, hey, she also has three fouls. Um, you know, do we not start her? Because there have been um, halves where I haven't started clean if she had three fouls. Um, yeah. And once I've done that with Liz and I'm like, no, because I feel like if her knee is bothering her and we get her warmed up, I don't want her sitting down. And so it was kind of going to be the approach of let's just keep her going as long as she, you know, feels okay. And so, um, so we did, you know, we played for that entire 20. And as, as much as we struggled and had bad moments in that game, um, in the minutes that Liz played, we were only minus two. So, you know, when, when, when she was on the floor, we were, we were competitive with Texas. When she wasn't on the floor, you know, we were less competitive. So, you know, we know how important she is to us. Um, but, you know, would have never risked winning and losing, you know, for, for her to, you know, play on a bum wheel. Yeah. You know, I there was something talking to Nikki Kyle in her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas. Uh, it's funny how those tournaments, you, you learn some things and see some different things. We, we knew Caitlin Bickle was arguably uh, the best uh, uh, six woman in, in the conference. And uh, she's just been tremendous for you and, and honestly plays like a starter, starter type minutes. Um, the, I, I thought that Oklahoma game was instructive in the sense that that was the first time Nikki and, and you probably already had this realization, but I mean, 21 points, uh, that was a career high for her. But I had that moment, because she just recently announced she is coming back next year, where I thought, you know what, she might she might be able to step into a starring role. It's just funny how you think of somebody as a reserve for years, and you don't really think of you know, that next step. And yet, in that game, I mean, whether it was three-pointers, whether it was dominating down low, she kind of um, she kind of took over that game. Have you seen that even recently? Thoughts of, and I know you can't really be thinking about next year, but when we kind of project Caitlin out, that hey, Caitlin might you know be able to take that next step and 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 be a star in this conference. You know, I don't want to put that pressure on her. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, what I can tell you is, I've known since the first day I watched her train um, that she was going to fit what we do. Um, and so, you know, probably better than what they've done here in the past. You know, she's not a true three, um, but, you know, kind of high-low system pounded into the post. You know, I, I, I don't know that, that that was as conducive to her strength, you know. And so I'd, I'd be the first to say when you think about Caitlin Bickle coming here and Queen and Liss being in her class and Lauren Cox being ahead of her and Kalani Brown being ahead of her, I mean, those are great players <laughs> that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's no shame to be um, a reserve, you know, when you're playing behind those players. And I just knew she was going to impact us. I think if I have one disappointment at this year and not in her, 
just in the yeah. fact that from an effectiveness perspective, I believe she's more than capable of shooting mid 30% from three. Like, I don't know that she's a 45% three point shooter, but you know, like she just hasn't shot the ball well um, from three. She has shot the ball great. Her effective field goal percentage is good. She scores the ball at the rim. Um, she's occasionally going to get blocked because, you know, she's certainly not going to um, out jump you, but um, you know, she understands our offense. She's, she's our best screener. I mean, it's not even close. Um, you know, and she really um, does so many things to help this basketball team win games at, at both ends of the floor. And um, so do I think she can be a star? Um, I think what she can be is a player who um, can certainly get double figures. Um, mm-hmm. And whether that's star status, you know, I, I would say, you know, it's not like I, I think all of a sudden she's going to be up um, for the Katrina McLean Award next year. Um, but what I think is she can make, continue to make us a better basketball team with her leadership, um, with her understanding why we do what we do. And, you know, so many things that – I've said this before. Like, pro system to me means taking the best advantage of the players that you have because in a pro game, you play to your superstars, you play to your best players, you put them in position to be successful. It's not system-driven. It's player-driven. So to me, my goal will always be to put our players in the best position to be successful. Will there be common threads? of ball screens and great spacing and all of that, yes. But it could look a little bit different year to year based on who's out on the floor. And I think, you know, Caitlin being someone that I think we can play and use her as a facilitator um, differently, you know, than than Queen and Liz. But we're not going to, like, run our playbook and operate our playbook this year based around Caitlin's strength, you know? I mean, it's just Uh there are certain actions when she comes into the game I know she's a great high-low passer. I know I can run lobs for lists, and she's, she can dot somebody. You know, I, So, you know, if that makes sense, like, you yeah. know, I think that the playbook can change in terms of how we utilize her more than this year where we don't have a Caitlin Bickle package, you know, and I think when, when, when we do, when, we only have a Caitlin Bickle play when she's at the three. You know, that's, that's uh-huh. Caitlin's package this year, you know. It's just I know there are certain things that can work better um, because she's such a good passer, um, you know, when she's in. Yeah, and, no, it's fascinating to, to think about it and think about what you can do. And I, I just, I'm kind of like you, I, that one, you, you know what I'm talking about, um, maybe first half when y'all were just, um, in my, I think it was an Oklahoma game. It was, you know, I'm trying to uh, get my Oklahoma schools mixed up. Y'all drilled them. We're up 23 nothing in the first quarter. But now against Oklahoma, there was one from the top of the key, and she just yeah, looked so comfortable. Yeah. 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 And I just thought, my gosh, I mean, that looked like nothing for her. You see some people shoot threes, and you're like, okay, they, they kind of got lucky on that one. And with her, it's just like, man, it looks so smooth and everything. So there are just some games where you guys, you know, get the ball and whip it around the corner. I mean, what y'all did to Oklahoma State was scary. I, I kind of – I honestly, for the first time, maybe ever felt bad for the opponent. I was, like, looking over there. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I was the same way. I mean, we played some 2-3 zone. You know, like, we <laughs> have not played a possession of zone this season. So, you know, we, we played some 2-3 zone. And once we gave up two threes in it, I was done with it. But, you know, to begin with, we, were, we were okay. Um, but, but there's some sense of, okay, here's a chance for us to work on it. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know – I don't know that I felt as bad for the players as, as I think about it from a coaching perspective. And, uh-huh. um, you know, they had had a big win over Texas Tech the day before. And, you know, I, I just felt like, um, you know, Littell was coach of the year last year. 
And, you know, it, it's not my place to say what should or shouldn't have been done with him and his contract and his future. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I just think you're not human if you don't think about that a little bit. Like, how do you go yeah. from conference coach of the year to, you know, being let go in a season, um, you know, and, and, and knowing that. I thought that team, you know, and, and the timing of the announcement, you know, before they go to the conference tournament. So, you know, a part of me, you know, had that. I was happy for them that, that they, you know, rallied and beat Texas Tech in that first game and, you know, yeah. saw the emotion from them. And, and um, but, you know, so, so I, di- I did feel bad and I didn't feel bad. Like, you know, I think <laughs> the closer we got to shutting them out that quarter, the more, like, and it wasn't as if when we got to the point that, um, we had an opportunity. We didn't slow it down to create fewer possessions. We were just playing, you know, and so it just happened. And I thought when Lauren Fields missed two free throws, I thought to myself, oh, well, like we, we may shut them out in this quarter. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think there were, there were good moments in that game. I thought um, against Oklahoma, we simplified. We got really smart. And I've said it before, like we, we ran horns about 100 times in that game. And I told our players at halftime until they changed how they were guarding it or figured out how to guard it that I don't care how bored they got, we were just going to keep running it. We are going to keep running it until they stopped it. And, um, you know, we missed a few shots, but they, they never really stopped it. And it just – it gave – if they weren't going to bring a double to lift, like she was just going to be able to operate in the lane all night long um, one-on-one against, you know, 5'10", five, 5'11", five, post players. So, um, you know, yeah. And then, you know, obviously in that game we had the big – the big messy, you know, near ending. Um, but we've all moved on from that too. <laughs> I, I find that healthy. I like the uh, Vic, Vic and uh, Coach Gerlich at uh, Tech earlier. You know, getting into it earlier this year. Maybe that happened a couple times. And then uh, I think you showed that if somebody says something uh, uh, not flattering to your players, that uh, you're going to have their backs. And so I thought all that was healthy. I had to laugh because I was watching y'all. You and Coach Baranzik from afar trying to kind of uh, have that conversation. And I, it was, uh, I was trying to, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I was across the court, but I had a pretty good view and to you it. Were I was to read kind of... lips. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I could tell yeah. she was apologizing, but it wasn't maybe the apology. Yeah, it was, uh, it may have not been the time to uh, the apology, you know, right after the the incident but uh but anyway that'll uh that'll take care of itself well uh okay so hawaii um the um they, they come into waco and uh, uh the i mean it's gonna be kind of an interesting uh group of teams that are in us all miss as well um what uh what have you been able to uh find out about them so far and and do you have any kind of history with any of their coaches or anything to get any kind of head start on on preparing for that game friday yeah, I mean, I do not have history with their staff. Um, you know, when they went up on the board, I, I'm not going to lie, I, I, I don't even think I knew that they had won the Big West, um, but have certainly watched a lot of films since. Um, they they are a team um, that plays incredibly hard. Atwell is having an unbelievable season. Like, when I saw her name, I said to myself, I think she's an Aussie. Like, I remember when I was at Florida Gulf Coast, like, not recruiting her, but getting recruiting information on her. And I'm uh-huh. like, I wonder if that's the same kid. And sure enough, she's a fifth-year senior. Um, and, and so it was. Um, but she's a Big West player of the year, six foot. Um, I would say if I were going to compare it to fans who know our league, she's got some Ashley Jones in her. 
Um, she's going to post up. If you're a little bit smaller on her, she loves to step back. She can get really hot from three. Um, so has some of those tendencies. Um, certainly the player they play to and play through. Um, but they're pretty deep. They play a lot of players. Um, they're going to shoot threes. They're not They're not Iowa State. They're going to make about six a game. Um, but they, they really play a lot of four out and five out. Um, ball screen you a little bit and, and try to beat you off the bounce. And so, you know, our what we call our shell defense, being really good in gaps, being good one pass away, two passes away, um, you know, is, is going to be key. Um, certainly a team that we, we are going to need to play through the paint, which we do with everybody, but from a size perspective, from an athletic perspective, you know, we certainly need to dominate the paint against this team. We need to dominate the boards against this team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, watching them um, in the semis against Riverside, they really they really were spread you out and, and did an amazing job um, in the semis um, of kind of showing, like, when they're on, when they're clicking, you know, what they can look like. And then they had a grind it out um, type game in the, in the finals. Um, but, you know, then you have, like, two contrasting styles. Like, that Ole Miss-South Dakota game is going to be great. Um, you know, Ole Miss, great, great athletes, play incredible defense, physical, um, you know, and, and South Dakota is your – what South Dakota doesn't give enough credit for is their defense, you know, because statistically it's really, really good. But they're kind of known more for their spacing and, and beating you with their, their screening actions and a little bit more of their motion type stuff. And so – really contrasting styles, but two really good teams. I think, you know, South Dakota's won 25 of their last 26 games, you know, like they're, they're pretty used to winning at this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a really good, um, you know, sub-regional. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and it, it'll be fun to get the hometown fans. Kids are back from spring break. Baylor had their spring break last week, so uh, should uh, should be a nice crowd that gets out there and uh, get you guys started. The, the whole bracket as it came out, obviously you probably wanted a one seed, but uh, I don't know if there's just – you know, a huge difference between one and a two. Some coaches have different thoughts on that. Uh, are you fairly pleased with with kind of the the road you've ended up on? I mean, there's no easy road at this point. Um, you're you're going to have to face some. But but are you are you generally pleased with how things have laid out? You know, I think that uh, I think Charlie Cream set us all up for this. You know, I think um, you know I know he'd moved us to the one line on Saturday. Um, certainly would have loved to have been on the one line um, to say that we were, but I think when it comes to the NCAA tournament, um, you know, it, it comes down to matchups, you know, and, and whether um, you're the two um, and, and you're playing, you know, the winner of Ole Miss in South Dakota or whether you're the one and you're playing the winner of Nebraska and Gonzaga, um, you know, you, you just you need to play well. And, you know, when you look at our bracket, like had we been reversed, we would just been on the top top side of the bracket rather than the bottom and you know we've been pretty good this year at working our way up from the bottom so you know I'm, I'm gonna um be grateful um you know I know in that first reveal we were we were in it but we were a four I think at the time and and it's just shown like kind of our growth over that time period I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really happy that we're hosting and um do have a chance to play in front of our fans but I think you know you look ahead and which is really hard to do because you know I, I just think um, there's a lot of parity in women's basketball this year. So if you, you want to look ahead and say, you know, hey, we should have, you know, the revenge motivating factor against Michigan. But let me tell you, BYU and Villanova are good. Um, and so, you know, you just don't know, I think, in this year as much as any year, like 
you know, who's going to who's going to move on, you know, round to round. Yeah. Um, I think we may see more upsets than than we've ever seen. And um, I thought there were two things certain with the NCAA tournament that UConn would be in Bridgeport and that LSU and Baylor would be in the same regional. Um, and so one of two is correct. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, and there may have been some logistical reasons why that didn't happen or S curve driven, certainly. But, you know, it just felt like two certainties because, you know, I know <laughs> I know uh, they love storylines. Yeah, yeah, I was. I think a lot of people were in shock about that. I'll say about Michigan. Um, I, I just think y'all are a different team at this point. You know, y'all are playing at a different level. So yeah, I, I, revenge or whatever. But and we saw what happened uh, uh, to Oklahoma after they'd beaten y'all twice. So I, I do think uh, I do think there's a different level you guys have uh, reached. And uh, who knows? Yeah, the LSU thing. Certainly, those of us who like delicious uh, uh, stories and talk radio and stuff, it would have been uh, brilliant. But but uh, it'll happen at some point, you know, <laughs> down the road. Yeah. So uh, it'll it'll certainly uh, it'll certainly happen down the road. Well, Nikki, it's very exciting. It's a great time of the year. Uh, congratulations on a good tournament, a solid tournament run, and then uh, we will uh, we'll be excited about Friday's game. Awesome, appreciate that. Come on, you let's bet. Come, come see us on Friday. Come yeah, see us yeah. on Friday. We'll get them out there. We'll sell some tickets. I saw the tickets go up today. We'll we'll move a few. It is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys have done another deal, and they have kept two of their big-time pass rushers. We'll tell you all about that next. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournament is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Early Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time check Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball back in action tonight on the road. Plus, Baylor women's basketball gears up for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament in Waco. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. 
Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball coming off a weekend in which they took two of three from Columbia. Back in action tonight, headed to Huntsville to play Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show. 6.30 first pitch for the Bears and the Bearcats tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then baseball opens Big 12 conference play this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, hosting the TCU Horn Frogs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Baylor women's basketball headed into the NCAA tournament opening Friday afternoon, 3 o'clock in the Farrell Center against the University of Hawaii. In the women's NCAA tournament, the top 16 seeds get to open on their home floors, which head coach Nikki Collins says is a really big advantage. We need you. I mean, we're, you know, I don't know a lot about Hawaii, but, you know, we're not going to take any opponent lightly. Um, and, you know, Ole Miss getting back to the uh, tournament for the first time and I, I think 10 years. Um, South Dakota gets there a lot. You know, I, I, I had the chance to play at South Dakota in a WNIT championship my last year at FGCU. So um, always a really, really good team. So we, we need our fans. We need it to matter that we're playing at home. You know, we need a home court advantage because it's what women's basketball allows. And so we got to take advantage of it. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball opening NCAA tournament play Friday afternoon in the Farrell Center. Baylor, the number two seed, matched against 15th seed Hawaii Friday afternoon at three. With a win, the Baylor women would be matched against the winner of Ole Miss and South Dakota on Sunday, also in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management leasing office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. Baylor Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Ketterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Cowboys will keep Demarcus Lawrence with a reworked contract, three years and forty million, and thirty million of that guaranteed. Los Angeles Chargers are giving former New England Patriots cornerback J.C. Jackson a five-year, $82 million deal that includes $40 million guaranteed. Baylor baseball back on the diamond tonight at Sam Houston. First pitch at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The NCAA tournament gets underway tonight with the first round of play-in games. This afternoon, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern, followed by Indiana and Wyoming. And the women with their first-ever play-in games tonight, starting with Incarnate Word at Howard, followed by DePaul at at Dayton, UMHB baseball today at Southwestern. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show. ESPN Central Texas here in Sexton alongside, as always. Great to talk with Nikki Collin, get her thoughts on this tournament, what she thinks about Hawaii. Um, they, they've certainly already uh, found one player that uh, that they really uh, think a lot of, and they didn't know a lot about Hawaii. But um, I, I tell you, our conversations with Nikki, people really like it. We appreciate it. We're the only station. Uh, internet, whatever you want to call it, that uh, has uh, Nikki on a weekly basis, and she's been so great about that, and we appreciate uh, we appreciate that time. As I said, and Aaron, this is uh, as only the Cowboys can do it. Word broke, oh, you know, 
kind of uh, uh, you know late yesterday, uh, right as we were getting off the air, or maybe right after we got off the air, that they got the uh, uh, they got the Marcus Lawrence deal done, and so it seemingly was uh, was 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 all good signs for the Cowboys and Lawrence's. Uh, uh, you know, could have gotten more maybe on the open market, but ended up uh, it ended up freeing up some ability to do some things. And then the news starts to break uh, today that uh, the Randy Gregory deal had gotten done. So the thought was, boy, bookend, defensive ends, back, versatility, run it back with what has been uh, what became the strength of that team with Dan Quinn. And so everything was, uh, I think, looking pretty pretty good. But as, as, as only the Cowboys can do, this story took a change earlier today. And, and I, I just happened to be, I'm on the spring break trip uh, from hell where uh, we've had car issues and, and uh, <laughs> maybe flying back tonight. I mean, it's been, a, it's been a real treat. But I just happened to be on my phone watching all this as it was breaking. And the Denver Broncos, who, of course, have Russell Wilson already and already had a pretty nice and pretty deep uh, defense, move in at the last minute. And, and, and grab Randy Gregory, and you're like, wait a second, I thought I read that the Cowboys had him. Well, that's what you were reading. It looked like the Cowboys deal uh, had, 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 um, had taken uh, effect. It now looks like, according to Ed Warder, who's a great friend of our show, and I do the Doomsday podcast with him from ESPN, and, and to use his wording, the Cowboys went back in and started tinkering, and other people have had this too, by the way, um, but they started tinkering with the language, the offset language of the contract after they had already agreed to a deal. Now, of course, what they were doing was trying to protect themselves because Randy Gregory has missed major time with his off-the-field issues. It's well documented that he's had problems with uh, uh, anxiety, uh, uh, marijuana uh, issues in the past, and, um, and, and, and that's all well documented. He's had to miss a lot of games. This, the, the NFL has changed up some of its rules in that regard, so that's probably helped to a certain extent. But he was already in the program. Bottom line is the Cowboys went back in and, and tried to do some things after the thing had been agreed upon. The Broncos used that sort of uh, – and, and, and what happens is sometimes teams – uh, it, it's kind of like buying a house or something. Sometimes the people that own the house, they know everything about the house. Sometimes the, the, the buyer's market, you know, they're so desperate to get into that house, they come in without doing some kind of huge, long inspection. And so that's what the Broncos did. They said, hey, we're not going to put, here's all the guarantees. We love you as a player. We, we're not going to try to jam you up with all this offset type language. And, uh, and so here we are in a situation where the Dallas Cowboys have lost Randy Gregory to the Denver Broncos in a team that already now has Super Bowl aspirations in the AFC West because of Russell Wilson now has uh, they, they now have Randy Gregory to go along with already a pretty talented defense Aaron I, I, I just I, I, I could tell even earlier today when you and I were talking the the uh, the just sort of uh, oh j- just the uh, the discouragement in your voice. Now you've already made it documented that you're you're just not going to let your heart get tied to this organization anymore, and you you've you've renounced your fandom. But as a as a guy who has some opinions on the NFL, uh, Aaron, I would just say this: I've covered Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones for a long, long time. I would just say 
this is, you know, and they've already embarrassed themselves as a family recently with all the Dalrymple uh, allegations uh, of what happened. Now Jerry allegations and court uh, documents that suggest that he had he's been paying for a child that he had out of wedlock dating back to '95. This is a, this. There's a lot of embarrassment surrounding this organization right now. Not the least of which is they couldn't even land. I mean. Randy Gregory is one of their own. They've had a great relationship with him. And then in the end, they could not even reel in somebody that they had this long-standing great relationship with. And I'm not going to sit here and rip on Randy Gregory. The bottom line is the Broncos took advantage of some last-minute weirdness with the Cowboys. And the only reason it looks like to me that the Broncos didn't get a deal done is because last night Jerry came in and started hard-selling uh, Gregory to come back. And then again today they go in and they, and they, and they just make a complete mess of this thing, and uh, as only the Cowboys could. Aaron, are, are you – does this level of, of, of just – uh, uh, incompetence. incompetence. <laughs> does it? Does it? Uh, yeah. Does it um, shock you, even though you maybe don't have the highest bar for the Cowboys, or is this kind of like in your mind business as usual for the Cowboys? You know, it's not atypical, but this is this is a new low as far as how bad a job Stephen Jones can do. When you agree to the contract, you don't try to put in all set language afterwards, especially when he was already leaning towards going to the Broncos and Jerry Jones kind of had to talk him back and convince him to come sign with the Cowboys and then to change contract language late in the game after the contract has basically been agreed upon. It it doesn't shock me, but it, it's, it's, it would get any other GM fired. But, you know, his dad's the boss. So, well, he's technically Jerry is the GM, but this is on Stephen Jones. He's the one that does the yeah. contracts. So, we know whose fault this is. And I was talking to a friend of mine earlier. I was going to give the Cowboys a lot of credit for, A, signing Tank to a really team-friendly deal for a good defensive end. That's a great deal that they signed him to, I think, even though he's getting up in years. But if he's still productive, that's going to be a great deal. And then at the time, you know, it looked like they were going to re-sign Gregory for a pretty good, pretty team-friendly deal. And then this happened. And as I told my friend, if it wasn't for Will McClay being – absolutely great at evaluating talent and the Cowboys getting lucky and getting Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, they would be the Lions or the Jets. That's the only reason they're not, is Will McClay and getting lucky with two quarterbacks. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I mean, that's a fair point because fourth-round pick with Dak and then Tony Romo, undrafted quarterback, and and so they ended up with about – dating all the way back to 2006 when Romo took over as a starter. Uh, they, they've, they've been able to live through a uh, tremendous period of quarterback play. And some would say, well, where are the playoff wins to show for it? And I understand that. I mean, Tony, <laughs> what did he end up with, two, two playoff wins in his career or three? Uh, and how many does Dak have? One? Is yes. Dak one and two yeah. now? So they pay enormous money. They don't get playoff wins. They do get good quarterback play and Pro Bowls and great numbers. Uh, all their players go on to become great uh, broadcasters. So there's that, but they don't. They, it doesn't really translate to Super Bowls or anything. Um, again, as you said, this was 
you know, Cowboys can screw things up, and they can sometimes embarrass themselves. To lose out on a homegrown second-round talent that they that they put so much into, and 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 they rode through the bad times, the good times, and and I and I think Jerry looks at Randy Gregory as like a huge success story. To let Denver come in and take him away from you is an utter embarrassment. Now, do you have the right to take care of yourself and, and, and do that on the offset language? But Aaron, it goes back to what you said, I think even before we came on air, you you have the ability to address some of that, you know, in the agreement. When, when you agree in principle, you can't get back in there and start tinkering around and mess with things because there's Denver saying, hey, Randy, we're over here with all this money. And, oh, by the way, it's all guaranteed. We're, we're not going to hold your past issues with marijuana, anxiety, mental health issues. We're not going to hold that over your head. We're, we're going to give you the full deal. Well, then are we supposed to be mad at Randy Gregory for, for, uh, for taking that kind of deal? <clears throat> when the Cowboys deal was was going to, you know, and I, I, could he have gotten his feelings hurt by the Cowboys coming back in there and trying to jam all this stuff in there, even though, you know, in his mind, hey, I, 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 I do want to stay with the Cowboys. I want to be with the Cowboys. They butchered this every which way you can imagine. And uh, it's uh, it's an embarrassment. <clears throat> I'm just glad, honestly, we get Baylor basketball Thursday and Friday with the men and women so uh, so we can focus on that and not focus on this embarrassment that is the Cowboys in free agency. Much more to come on this uh, in the coming days. Uh, we do have the dismount coming up, and uh, we'll give you kind of the uh, – Aaron will break it down, what's coming up and what all you should expect uh, TV-wise, broadcast crews on all that's coming up with the uh, men and women at the end of this week. It is the Matt Mosley Show Dismount coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com neighborworks waco wants to be your trusted source on your journey to home ownership neighborworks waco has helped thousands of home buyers in the waco area purchase a home and they can assist you as well not enough money for a down payment or your credit needs improving in order to get the best loan neighborworks waco has programs that will open the door to home ownership for you call 254-752-1647 or come by their offices at 922 franklin avenue in downtown waco your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Lakeyear Drive in Waco. ESPN lovers, upgrade your diamond stud earrings for only a penny more. Whatever the occasion you're waiting to upgrade, shop at Diamore Fine Jewelers and gain an all-access VIP pass to our lifetime diamond stud earring program. Spend $500 on a pair of earrings, spend a penny more and upgrade. When she says diamonds, pretty, pretty please, say yes, 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 with a penny on top. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers today with interest-free financing, 4541 West Waco Drive. See store for details. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Cowboys will keep Demarcus Lawrence with a reworked contract, three years and $40 million and $30 million of that guaranteed. Los Angeles Chargers are giving former New England Patriots cornerback J.C. Jackson a five-year $82 million deal that includes $40 million guaranteed. Baylor baseball back on the diamond tonight at Sam Houston. First pitch at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. The NCAA tournament gets underway tonight with the first round of play-in games. This afternoon, Texas A&M Corpus Christi and Texas Southern, followed by Indiana and Wyoming. And the women with their first ever play-in games tonight, starting with Incarnate Word at Howard, followed by DePaul at Dayton. UMHB baseball today at Southwestern. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton, wrapping up a Tuesday afternoon. F- with lots of Cowboy news, the most prominent being the Cowboys thought they had to deal with Randy Gregory, but 
because of insert language that, according to who you believe, either was inserted late or was always there. He agreed to become a Denver Bronco. It is NCAA Tournament Week, and we have a full week here at ESPN Central Texas starting Thursday at 11 a.m. with the tip-off show. It'll be Tom Barfield and Matt Mosley live from Fort Worth from 11 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Uh, for the tip-off show. That will lead right into the pregame for Baylor basketball as they take on North Fork State in the first round of the NCAA tournament. John Morris and Pat Nunley will have the call starting with the pregame at 12.30. Again, the tip-off show from 11 a.m. to 12.30. Then the pregame for Baylor Norfolk State at 12.30. Immediately following the game, we will have an abbreviated John Morris show and then the Matt Moses show that afternoon. And then Friday, at the, as the women get ready to take on Hawaii, the John Morris show will be from 1.30 to 2.30, immediately followed by the pregame for Baylor women's basketball with uh, Derek Smith on the call along with Sophia Young-Malcolm. So 1.30 to 2.30 for the John Moore Show Friday, then immediately into the pregame for Baylor women's basketball versus Hawaii with a 2.30 pregame and a tip just after 3 o'clock. Then from 5.30 to 6.15, Matt Mosley will be in for an abbreviated show. Then 6.15, Baylor baseball opens up conference play against TCU. So a busy Thursday and Friday as both the Baylor men and the women get ready for the NCAA tournament. That's going to do it for another edition of the Matt Mosley Show. We will be back tomorrow starting at 4 o'clock. Have a great night here from ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's never a check of Big 12 basketball in today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, the Kansas Jayhawks join Baylor as number one.